This week we read about the epic episode of the Akedah. The Medrash says when they came to tell Sarah and Meinu that they almost slaughtered her only son Yitzchak, the shock and grief was so overwhelming that her soul left her body. And the question is, how was Avram able to survive the trauma of the Akedah while Sarah was not? Sarah was an even greater prophetess than Avram. So why was she unable to withstand the sudden shocking news of the Akedah? And what about Avram? How was he able to remain unaffected by this near tragedy? Especially when his exposure to adversity was far greater. He was the one who had to break the news to his beloved son and actually perform the slaughter. So how was he able to emerge from this episode unscathed? So let me share with you a remarkable idea from this Klenner Rebbe. Every morning in the Tefillah of Shachris we say Baruch Sha'amar. Blessed is the one who spoke Vahoyo Oilam and brought the world into existence. Baruch Goizer Emekayim. Blessed is the one who decrees and fulfills. The Sklaner Rebbe offers an incredible homiletical interpretation. Baruch Goizer. Sometimes, for whatever reason, the Rabbani Shlonim issues a harsh decree on a person. However, at the same time, Umekayim, he sustains the person. He sustains them while they are going through this hardship. Hashem simultaneously gives that person the strength and courage to exist and endure throughout this difficult challenge. Hashem might decree terrible tsaras for a person. He might be goized that a person go through tremendous hardship, perhaps dealing with a child who is struggling with their Yiddishkeit, a medical crisis, a financial crisis, difficulties in marrying off a child, shalom bias issues and sometimes multiple crises. But Baruch Goizer, but at the same time we have to remember Umakayim. Hashem is Mekayim the person. He keeps them upright. He keeps them strong. He makes sure not to break the person. Umakayim means he doesn't let them fall apart. Oftentimes we'll see where a person is going through tremendous difficulties in their life and they will be more courageous and optimistic than the people around them. Sometimes to the point where they are offering everyone else words of encouragement and keeping them strong. Why is that? Because when Hashem gives a person a daunting challenge, He simultaneously issues along with it a healthy dose of strength and courage. Therefore, that person is feeding off that special God-given energy. However, the people around them who didn't receive that positive energy are therefore having a more difficult time dealing with this calamity. Now we understand why Avram was able to withstand the Nisoyen of the Akedah while Sarah was overcome with shock and grief. It's because the Nisoyen of the Akedah was decreed upon Avram. And along with the monumental challenge, Hashem gives a person exceptional strength and fortitude to overcome those challenges. And since the Akedah was specifically Avram's Nisoyen, only he received that divine strength. Sarah, on the other hand, since it was not her Nisayan, didn't receive that special strength from above. So when she was told about her son's near-death experience, she wasn't able to withstand the news, and her soul departed from her body. The Medrash says famously, Hashem never gives a person a challenge they can't handle. But now we see, that even when He does give us challenges, He quickly does all He can to help us overcome and withstand that challenge. 
An effective method for managing stress and anxiety is to apply the five-year rule. What is a five-year rule? I'll explain it with a story about the famous gardener Befroim Zalman Margolius, the author of the Matafraim. One day, a very expensive crystal bottle broke in his home, and his wife was hysterical. But Rebbe Ephraim Zalman carried on as if nothing happened. Not a hint of concern. She turns to her husband. How can you be so calm? Do you have any idea how much money it costs? And he tells her, go to the calendar, mark off today's date, and come back to me in a year from now and ask me again this same question. Exactly a year later, she approaches her husband for an explanation. He asks her, Does it bother you now that the bottle broke? And she says no. He tells his wife, Your father chose me to be your husband because he wanted you to marry an Ilu, a genius. An Ilu grasps in a moment what others need a year to comprehend. When that bottle broke, I looked ahead and considered how I would view this broken bottle in a year from now. And I realized that it would not bother me at all. Therefore, I didn't let it bother me then either. This is a great technique to use in managing anxiety and stress. Think ahead five years from now. Ask yourself, will this current issue or source of anxiety still be significant? Will this incident still bother me five years from now? The answer is usually no. So why worry now? This is saying, life is like a piano. There are white keys and there are black keys. The white keys represent joy and happiness. The black keys represent challenges and darkness. As we go through life's journey, we must remember that we also need the black keys to create music. Nobody goes through life with just black keys or with just white keys. We need both of them for life to produce sweet music. We need the challenges of life in order to appreciate the happy times. Claudia Searle is going through a very dark period in our history. People are displaced from their homes. Some are worried sick about their loved ones being held in captivity by a ruthless enemy. Parents are up at night worried about their children fighting on the front lines. People are dealing with critical injuries. We are all worried about the Chenu B'nai Yisrael and the son in Batsara. Every person in Claudia Searle is being impacted in a significant way. But we must remember, Baruch Goizer Umakayim. Hashem decrees, but at the same time, He sustains us and He gives us the strength to carry on. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.